looking to pro football juice with your hosts, Nick and Jesse. Hey, Jesse, notice how I didn't talk during that intro, B? I did, except for you did a little bit to, to Brittany uh, right at the beginning of it. Well, I didn't think you'd hear me. She well, I did. You were still talking. Remember when you said, exactly. see how I didn't talk, but you did talk. She was asking me for this dog toy that she made is too long. And it's like 18 inches long. Hey, yo. Look at that fucking thing. I want to. Do you think it would be. Do you think it would hurt this camera if I shone this laser directly into it? Try it. I'm even looking into it. Oh! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we're going to have to put an epilepsy alert on this thing. Yes, we will. <laughs> Holy shit. That's fun. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. Uh, I gotta. I gotta get the uh, the Twitch feed up on the other window. What's up, everyone? Oh, there is a already. Oh, we'll get into it. What's up, Juice Nation? It's me, Jesse, and that's Nick over there with the shirt and the head. What are you drinking, Nick? Oh, me. What are you drinking? Whoa. Uh oh. You started an infinite loop. No, I didn't. We're good. Mike, is the infinite loop still happening? <laughs> well, uh, uh, I hope he said, gonna... nah, we're good. Okay, cool. Me? Oh, oh me? <laughs> yeah. I am I I grabbed the wrong thing. I should have grabbed my my wine bottle. My God. Okay, I am drinking uh red wine. It is a uh 1924 limited edition. Bourbon barrel aged double black cabernet sauvignon from twenty eighteen. Oh that was a good that was a good year. That takes me back. It's delicious. Twenty eighteen was a good year. It was the year of uh uh, of my vasectomy, I was down into like 185. It was the healthiest year of my life. That was season four of Pro Football Juice. Yeah, I mean, we were killing it. We were killing it in volleyball. This was one. It was one year before Mike got concussed. Are you sure it was one year before? Or was it the year that Mike got concussed? I thought he got, got concussed during 2019. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> Who can remember? I know. Well, maybe, I mean, probably not Mike because he was in Gus. Yeah, he definitely doesn't remember. Yeah. 2019. Yep. Yeah, see, he does remember. Good. Yeah. Good. good 2018 was a good year. It just went downhill from there. Hey, Jesse. Yeah? What are you drinking with your fucking fingerless gloves? You... What the fuck? And those, you totally took those from the hospital. <laughs> I may have forgotten to give them back. Oh, uh, I get it. Emily took hers. I use hers for like, well, nothing. I tried using them for some shit, but they're too small. Jesus. Yeah, I can't compare. Oh, wait, I've got these glasses. So this is, I'm using Brittany's desk tonight. So whatever I grab around me is what she uses during work. So, wow, this makes me, this is just. This wow. I'm a completely different person with glasses. This week on this, just in on NPR news around the world, stuff happening, danger. But it's what? I'm gotta calm down too much. Today on NPR, the world is chaos. 
volcanoes erupting, people dying, children being eaten. What? What? I said what? You calmed down too, so I had to calm down. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's true. We can try doing this whole podcast NPR style. And then Patrick Mahomes won the game. But it wasn't just Patrick Mahomes. It was Nico Hardman. It was a team effort. It was the Kansas City Chiefs. Actually, another related bad. another related news. My my dog died. Oh. Just kidding. Not. I took it down a bit. Look, you see it remember when I was trying to pick a color so that uh, I could make my face look uh lifelike? I picked orange. You can see it in my sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like jack the uh Jack the display, uh, the brightness on your display. No, I opened up Paint, and filled the screen, and then hit, hit the the paint bucket to fill it. So it's, that's all I did. Yeah, no, but like, did you brighten the screen so it, the orange reflected on your 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 face? No. It's bright enough. Do I look old as fuck with these glasses? By the way, I sort of think that it might look like my bearded more haired father like <laughs> i just look old i feel like i'm i'm like i'm i'm like a robe away from having stacks of newspaper and yelling at the kids to get away from my fucking yard you already I do that do right now <laughs> you already do yell at the kids for getting away from your yard wow there's a game changer these glasses i don't know they look pretty good dog i mean yeah i don't hate them i really don't hate them i just kind of look older i feel like i should start smoking a pipe and not the fun kind but then reading more books and then talking about the books that i've read to make it sound like i'm intellectual but like yes i read 28 books this year and one of them was about whales <laughs> it's just like <laughs> i'm that guy now with the glasses I'm gonna i read a it. very interesting coffee table book the other day on farmland uh, oh have you checked out NPR's uh, desk, tiny desk concert series? There was this uh, wonderful, <laughs> there was this wonderful performance by a jazz flutist. I kind of feel like NPR goes a little bit over the edge sometimes. I do. I, 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 I tend to stay away. <laughs> I get it. They're often a little too crazy for me. Michael and other viewer that we have, which is actually me on the other Twitch stream. <laughs> what is it that you are drinking this evening? It's fun because oh, I haven't done mine yet, Nick. Justin, what are you drinking? Gosh, just been waiting. Drinking with fingerless gloves even. I'm drinking <laughs> a Saturday morning cherries, a smoothie sour series from Back Pocket Brewing in Iowa oh. City, Iowa. Oh, technically, <gasps> Coralville, Iowa. No, it's no. actually pretty delicious. Yeah, is it? But it's so it's not a sour. It is a sour. Oh, okay. Does it it's have a, that sour aftertaste? It's a smoothie sour. Oh, it kind of sounds refreshing. It is. Oh, Michael's drinking a Sprite because he plays a lot of NBA Two K. Mike. And this is me looking at the camera because I want to talk deep in your soul. It's Wednesday night, son. If we're drinking, you're drinking. Come on, man. Join the party. How about a boosh? <laughs> you can add some You can add some vodka to that. Sprite. Tito's mm -hmm. and Sprite, dog. 
How about a bush? I brought <laughs> some. <laughs> I brought some bush. Uh, it was it's and I didn't. I brought it home and didn't realize that I bought sixteen ounce cans, but it just means no. I like to party. I don't even know. Yeah. It. <laughs> no shit. Uh, man, hey, have you seen, um, oh my god, we'll go back to me. Anyway, keep moving on. Hey! I gotta, I gotta remember the fucking name. The Gentleman, have you seen The Gentleman? Uh, who's that having it? Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Shondam. Charlie Shondam? No, nice, uh, no, well, I mean, I, anyway, so have you seen the movie? It's got Bobby Boucher and Michael Chondon in it? No, it's got uh, 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 Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. God damn it, Jesse, you're fucking me up. I got so distracted by your beautiful face with the glasses on that I forgot, I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. The movie. Uh, anyway. with The movie The Gentleman with Bobby Boucher and Michael Chandon that you keep talking about. <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Matthew McConaughey talks about weed uh, and the way he says bush and the way he says bush just reminds me of the way he said bush. Like, it's just like, he goes, he goes like, I know the bush. And I'm just like, Jesse, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he stole that from you, Jesse. Probably. Probably stole it from this show. Probably. I mean, we have, we have a wide fan base. Well, basically what it is, it's, 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 mighty. it's, it's very, a tight net group of people, but there's also like an offshoot that's like a Hollywood underground group yeah. of like uh, you know major Hollywood hitters that that watch the show but don't acknowledge it publicly. Yeah, I like Which, to call those people like uh, <clears throat> wannabes because I think they want to be us. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think Matthew McConaughey wants to be us. I think he thinks in the morning sometimes. You know what? I'm tired of these ads. I wish I could trade them in for just a normal dad bod or you know whatever some more chest hair yeah i think also that we're younger than him so he wants to just like take over our bodies and then transform them into beautiful people uh and I'm then so, i'm so thrown off by my new glasses look it took me a second to realize that i'm younger than matthew mcconaughey <laughs> i believe we are are we not oh yeah dude like he was um, he was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 in like 1990 or 92 or whatever. Oh, yeah. He, he's 51. Yeah. There is, yeah. So, <laughs> no, I don't have to question it. I just know how I know he's older than me. It's well, I know, I know how he's not older than you. You don't drive a goddamn Lincoln, for God's sakes. Can't like, afford a Lincoln. Freaking Matthew McConaughey turns 50 and, start, and says like, I like Lincolns and prunes. Hey, do you think he drives a Lincoln because he was in the movie Lincoln Lawyer? I think he drives a Lincoln because they paid him a fuckload of money. <laughs> yeah. And then he's then he tries to play it off like he's been driving a I've been yeah. driving a Lincoln for years. That's just who I am, Matthew McConaughey. I drive a Lincoln whether they paid me or not. That's my Matthew. But that is not that is not a Matthew McConaughey. Oh, that's he's got, he's got a sexy southern draw, not a southern hillbilly southern draw. Can I help you, Brittany? Brittany's back here just dying. She fucking never laughs at the podcast, but apparently <laughs> she pays attention to one podcast and she's dying. <laughs> she gave me the finger now. Frost yourself. 
That's a movie from a Matthew McConaughey movie that I absolutely hate to my core. What movie? <laughs> it's uh, uh, it was in his um, it was in his rom com years. Um, t- um, how to lose a guy in ten days. Yes. I saw that movie so many times because the girl I was dating, I actually started to like it. So this is a uh, oh my god I hate it with a passion. So the, yeah. the, so it's the scene where he's like trying to figure out the next blockbuster, uh, fucking diamond, uh, uh, fucking slogan, and he comes out he goes oh. oh, oh Frost yourself. That was more like a George W. Bush. <laughs> I was even trying to like zone it in, and it came. It still came out George W. Bush. <laughs> and I was like, "That's the most idiotic diamond slogan I've ever heard in my life." Yeah. Yeah. He was good in frailty. I did like frailty. There. Hey, like, I saw way too many rom-coms growing up. I saw Legally Blonde 2 in theaters. I saw How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I think, maybe in theaters. I saw fucking Failure to Launch in theaters. All because of the girl I was dating at the time. I just... I saw... But also, it helped me open Like, I would never have seen Terry Bradshaw's ass if it weren't for that. And now I can say I've seen it. Yeah, but... Wouldn't you rather uh, be able to say that you haven't seen it? No. Oh, God. No, I mean, like, pretty much tell me that, like, someone's like, you know that there are nudes of Oprah online? I'm going to be like, no, but I'm going to find out because, like, a curiosity. Hey, did did you get your nudes? I actually did that with, I actually did that, true story. I did that with uh, Roseanne, true story. I... Oh, God, don't tell me that there are nude Roseanne photos. Yeah, because she did Playboy girl. once. I mean, like, you told me someone, t- I don't know if it was you or somebody, but someone told me that Ron Jeremy got their start in porn, his start in porn by sucking himself up. So, of course, I had to find that's why out. They, that that's why they true. call him the Hedgehog. I know, and it is a weird <laughs> fucking thing to see, Jesse. But it's I'm one of those guys that has to see it to believe it. So now, now knowing that apparently there's Roseanne Barr nudes, I guess I know what I'm looking at after this podcast. Fuck. Yeah. Thank you for that, Jesse. You're welcome. It couldn't have been like, hey, did you hear about the Amber Heard nudes that were released? Why would I? Why? Why? Why would you be interested in that? I don't know. It was just the first name that popped in my head. <laughs> Uh, we haven't talked about football really much at all. No, but also no. I mean, like, what is there to talk about? There were two games this weekend. Uh, both were pretty good games. Well, the first game was a good game. I really don't necessarily think the Bills Kings and the Bills Chiefs game was a very good game. Uh, it started to be until it wasn't. It like it never really was. Like it was. Like okay. Sorry, I take that back. The first quarter, I would say it was a game. And then it became apparent in the second quarter that the Chiefs were just trying to fuck with the Bills. And then in the third and fourth quarter, it was just the, the Chiefs having fun with the Bills. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, well, <laughs> you know what it is. 
I uh, think you were paying attention to what I was just saying. I was sort of paying attention. <laughs> and I might have, I might, that Roseanne Bart thing might have been a hoax. Okay, thank God. I can't believe you were looking that up when we were, when I was, I was burying my football soul to you, Jesse, and having a conversation with you. No, you weren't. You're talking about how the one game was a good game and then the KC Bills game wasn't very good. That's all you said, dog. Let's yeah. not. Let's not, dog. Let's not. <laughs> oh, you put the hat on, huh? Turn the hat with the glasses. Okay, I guess I like this podcast turned into a fashion show. That's what happened. <laughs> hey, by the way, you're not even talking about the biggest news to happen to you since last year. Dan Quinn getting hired as the defensive coordinator? That was so or weird. two years ago. No, Jason Witten retiring again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's signing with the Cowboys for one day to retire as yep. a Cowboy. Standard okay. procedure. Pretty pretty, uh, pretty cool. Uh, I, I like the one-day contract thing where you can go back to the team that uh, you – you uh you know want to retire with and are able to i agree um do you see this whole thing about chad wheeler uh chad yeah. wheeler is a yes, I, have. I, have it, I have it up on my screen as well he has a seattle offensive lineman he is was a offensive lineman for seahawks who allegedly assaulted and strangled a woman after Asking her to bow to him. Uh, The Seahawks must think he's pretty guilty because they already cut him and have released a statement condemning his actions. Yeah. Uh, A lot of dirtbags out there, Jesse. A lot of dirtbags. Indeed. Yeah. Speaking of dirtbags, people be blowing up about Aaron Rodgers' uh, being a baby after that game and having an interview saying so like, oh, my future's not certain. Oh, uh, my future's not certain either. Oh. You know what? And I everyone's was, I... like, oh, he wants to get out. He's going to be traded. And I'm like, no. Stop it. You know what I was thinking about? Uh, I was actually thinking about that earlier today because I saw, I saw one Bleach Report article saying that the best thing the Cowboys could do is let Dak walk. And then I saw that. Like, Who's Dak going to play for? And then I thought to myself today, what if they let Dak go, give Aaron Rodgers a, like a, a pretty large four-year contract, four or five-year contract, how would I feel about that? And I was sitting thinking about that, and I'm just like, I think I would still be a little upset, but also you've got one of the best quarterbacks in the league with our wide receiver core. I would be so torn on the situation. Well, because, the yeah, problem I, don't, is- I don't think he's going anywhere, though. Well, and you're not going to be able to pay – in the free agent market or the trade market or something, you're not going to be – first, you're going to have to give up a boatload because he's still under contract. You're yeah. not going to release him or anything. So there goes, like, your first-round picks for this year and then, like, two years from now. Well, he wants a new contract. He wants a new right. contract. <clears throat> That's the other thing. The contract that he wants or extension or whatever it is he wants is going to be way more money than you would pay Dak. So you might as well just pay Dak. Yeah. If if I if I like know Dak is coming back as strong as he was, I would I would pay Dak over Aaron Rodgers at this point, without without even question. Well, you can't look at like what's going to happen right now. Like Aaron Rodgers is going to be 
probably at the level he's at now for at least two more years, right? Or at least yeah. a year. But but after that, you're you don't know. You don't know what you have. He could be a Tom Brady. He could be a Drew Brees, or he could just you know not. Oh That's man! It. Speaking of Tom Brady, I, like I don't know if we were gonna do a Brandon Man of the Hour, but I'm pretty sure I'm just making him my fucking man. Like, dude, he's going to his tenth Super Bowl, or is it his eleventh? I think this will be eleven. No, this will be ten. That's because just he's, like because he's six and three, I believe. He's going to a Super Bowl with a different team, and it's a different fucking conference. The next year. The very next year. The very next year. It's insane. And obviously, yes, he has a ton of weapons around him, but he still helped them get there. And I really wish we were talking about Brady. Like, I wish I wish the Bucks game had ended after halftime because, like, that first half Tom Brady was fantastic. That second half Tom Brady was garbage. I thought it was going to be an absolute blowout. Because, yeah, like, by the by Green Bay? Or no, I thought. Game? Oh no, I thought. Um, I thought Tampa Bay was gonna beat the ever-loving garbage out of, uh, or sorry, Tampa Bay was gonna beat the ever-loving garbage out of Green Bay. The way that they were just clicking and firing, and like yeah. Green Bay couldn't do anything, and then they let them come back, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, I was, I was really like, I, it, it like felt weird. The fact that like Brady was just throwing the, the 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 interceptions that Brady threw all looked like stupid throws that that Brady wouldn't throw normally. Like they just seemed weird. Like one of them was just a throw up in the air and it got picked. They all just seemed like someone at halftime was like Bruce Arians. You need to slow it down a little bit. You need to give Green Bay a chance to come back. Like <laughs> for some reason, it just seemed weird. Like. I don't know. It just it just seemed something about it seemed seems it seemed off and different. And I and I texted you guys about it, and, and like it was probably just like me reading into shit. But it was almost like a completely different team after halftime on both sides of the ball. But then like the Bucks were still doing just enough to be able to win. Well, you could say the same thing for um, uh, like no, never mind. Nothing. I well, mean, I, I, guess the, I guess the NFL has set up this really great narrative of being, like, the greatest quarterback of all time and possibly the future greatest quarterback of all time facing off each other, facing off against the, possibly the last Super Bowl Tom Brady will be ever be. <clears> I guess yeah, I mean. A great narrative. Yeah, I mean, that's the story in itself because, like, in their football careers, uh, it is two and two, like, they both won two games when they faced each other. Um, so you could view it as um, Patrick Mahomes winning the game and Tom Brady then passing him the torch, right? Yeah. You could view it uh, as, um, you know, uh, I feel like it would be almost a bad thing for to have Tom Brady win this because it'd be like, Patrick Mahomes will always have the he he has a losing record to Tom Brady like so he'll never I don't know I'm 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 really pulling for Tom Brady in this one. I want to see him win one more Super Bowl because man that's just going to be fucking impressive especially if he loses like 
because the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs need to be taken down a peg. The Chiefs are, they're like, they're playing football at such a high level that they're like, and I get it, they're having fun, but I don't feel like they're having to like, they don't have a challenge. They don't have a football team to challenge who they are right now. It kind of reminds, it kind of reminds me of, um, remember that year that uh, the Cam Newton MVP year when that team just looked, was just looked like they were having so much fun and horsing around and doing this and doing that. Um, and they were, they looked unstoppable. It's like that, except for Kansas City truly is unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you could see it. Like, you could see them, uh, like, because they were down right away and it looked like they were out of sync, looked like they were, you know, not as good. But then they just, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and murder all of you now. It's time. It's time for you guys to be murdered. We uh we got a uh, we got a message from Jelmsep saying uh, I only have a minute, but I love the Primus at Primus hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yes. I know. I know how to get people in, Jesse. <laughs> oh, also about that. Going back to that, um, I don't think you saw it, but Mike had uh, said now you can talk shit to Alexis about all your followers. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're not mine, Jumpsep. Jumpsep's in look at Nick with the glasses. I took over Brittany's death, so I'm uh, I'm using her glasses, and uh, and I, I, it's making me look. I think people are taking me serious now. I'm gonna show up, Mike. I'm gonna show up to our lead meeting wearing these. We're gonna be fucking paying attention. They're gonna be like, goddamn, Nick. Nick knows what he's talking about. And all that oh. remains of Brittany is a shadow on the wall. Yeah, just just her shadow. <laughs> Sometimes only. Sometimes you can hear a giggle in the wind. <laughs> uh, just paint eyes on them and sleep is what Mike said. <laughs> Man, that'd be great. Uh, except I, I'd always wake up when Mike starts talking. I'd pick out that sultry voice out of anywhere. Just gonna leave that hanging out there. <laughs> I'm not gonna add anything to it yeah. because I agree 100. percent Yeah. Oh, hey man, I gotta, I gotta say, Mike, your hair today was glorious. Like it was flowing, like you had just washed and conditioned it, and like you hair, you like used a hair dryer on it, man. It looks solid. I really wanted to commend you on it. <laughs> uh, Seb says, "Giggle in the wind" is a great band name. It is a great band. Oh, Jesse's opening up a bush, if you couldn't tell, fans. 16-ouncer. Or I have, like, tiny hands. Maybe I just have tiny hands. Well, I mean, that's possibly true. Jumpsep, are you drinking anything? I'm going to leave an empty wine bottle at your desk tomorrow morning, Brittany. No, what you do is you leave it behind her somewhere so when she's in a meeting, like, uh, they can see like wine bottles strewn about the room. Yeah. Jumpstart's just drinking water. That's H core. That's H core right there. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's playing it safe. Playing it safe. Uh, oh, he's off to work. Oh, All right. Mike's got a bush. All right, Jumpstart. See, the thing is, uh, Mike, what we got to do is we both have to drink. 16 ounces and 12 ounces until like the amount that we've drank is the same. So 
12x plus 12y equals z. We just have to figure out what z is. No, wait. 12x plus 16y equals z. If we figure out what z is, then we'll get to know what x and y are. And then you'll have to drink x and I'll have to drink y, and then we'll figure it out. Are you broken? No, dude, I just figured it out, dog. Are you trying to beautiful mind this shit? Let's see. If... Where's my abacus? <laughs> uh, nice job. Uh, hey, guy. Did you did you did you hear that Jared Goff and John Wolford are gonna have a quarterback competition in training camp? And that is if Jared Goff's even in training camp, because the GM said that Goff is a ram at this moment and doesn't know what the future holds. Oh There's man, gonna I be. Did not there's either going to be a boatload of quarterbacks just changing hands. They're going to change hands like like teams trade coaches around, you know. Or there's going to be no quarterback changes. Or there's going to be, you know, like some. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is how that could go. Well, so there are... Uh, so, like, I was looking at... One of these things I was looking at was uh, Bleach Report's um, predicting the offseason car uh, carousel, and um, so they, they they predict possibly Cam with the Washington football team, mm -hmm. Jacoby Brissett back with the Patriots, mm -hmm. Fitzpatrick staying with Miami, Dak staying with Dallas, Rogers staying with Green Bay, uh, Matt Stafford going to Indianapolis. Okay. So Matt Stafford and the Lions have both yeah. mutually requested a trade. Uh, Trubisky staying with the Chicago Bears, Deshaun staying with Houston. And I don't James see that. Jameis starting for New Orleans. <clears throat> I don't see... I see all of that as being possible, but I can't... I don't think there's a scenario where Houston keeps Watson, right? So, like, what if what if Houston and... Uh, what if Houston and the Cowboys decide to trade Dak and, and Watson straight up and just leave it? No, it's not going to happen. Straight one-for-one -one trade. I'd be down with that. It's not going to happen. So I mean, I like Dak. I love Dak. But I am nervous about him coming back from a compound fracture. It's, uh, you should be, but there's no way that the use is just going to trade for an injured Dak straight up. You're living in a fantasy land. The jump said before he peaced out, said one last thing. Not sure I want to want a brittle bone Stafford now. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I like. I don't need a quarterback because we have Dak. If we can re-sign Dak, but I, I mean, like Stafford's a hell of a quarterback, and yeah, like he'll still play injured. Uh, he gets injured often, I would think, but not not like major injury often anymore. He used to at the beginning of his career, but I, I would I'd take Matt Stafford if I was a team that needed a quarterback. Like if I was New England. I would I would try to get Matt Stafford. If I was Indianapolis, I'd try to get Matt Stafford. I know Danielle doesn't really want Matt Stafford, uh, because she wants someone like younger. But like Matt Stafford's probably got another handful of years in him. Five <laughs> years maybe, <laughs> five to seven. <laughs> or if you're Brady, twelve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh man. 
Did you see the thing that he was uh, when when Brady when Brady won his first Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes was six years old. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes was in kindergarten when Tom Brady won his first. That's fucking insane. You want to hear something else crazy? Like uh, he he's Patrick Mahomes was younger than Tom Brady's son. What? Well, did you see his son? His son's like after the game. There's a video of him like hugging his son and saying, "Can I talk to my son?" And his son came down. There's no way his. Wait a second. How old did you say Patrick Mahomes was? I don't know. He was six years old when Brady won his first Super Bowl. So I I, I thought Mahomes was like twenty three or something. I'll look it up. No, okay. Then I'm wrong. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it in a dumb way. Uh, Mahomes is 25. Yeah, I'm thinking about it in a very stupid way. I don't even remember what I said. Brady does not have a 23-year-old kid. No, no, no. His, his oldest is uh, 13. Still, though, so he's got a kid that's half the age of the quarterback that he's facing. Right. That's crazy. Hey. Well, think about this. Uh, what? Like, um, Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, is in the is a rookie this year. When did Antoine Winfield Sr. retire? It, it couldn't have been... Uh, when did he... Oh, God. It couldn't have been that long. This is all. This is all just kind of funny. It like reminds me of the. Uh, I saw it's not football related, but I saw this thing saying that since the Lakers had locked LeBron up for the next few years, uh, on his like on LeBron's final year of his contract, um, would be the rookie year of his son if he played. So he has a chance <laughs> to play with his son on the Lakers if the Lakers signed his son. Jeez. And I and I saw that I was like that's. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that, so Antoine Winfield retired in 2013. Yeah, that's not that's that's seven years removed. That's not that's not that far. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty crazy. Or eight years, whatever. Oh, pretty close. Oh, look at all those grays. It's like anatomy over here. Gray's oh, anatomy. Good. Mike is referencing a, a Ken Griffey reference. Griffey Senior and Junior, is that what you're going at? Going at. Playing at. <laughs> is that how you're going after it? Oh, you know what you know what I learned today? Anything? Uh, uh no, only one thing, and this is the thing. I learned that when you're uh making glass, blowing glass, if you will, that the kiln that you use to put the stick in that has the glass on the end is called a glory hole. No, you're making that up. I am not making that up. Oh, are you serious? Not making that up. That is 100% true. I learned it because I started watching uh, a Netflix glass blowing show called Blown Away. It's like a competition with glass blowers. And they're like, each station is equipped with its personal glory hole. And I go, say oh what? Oh my god. That what is, was that then? <laughs> that, that is amazing. Holy they, shit. 
and they say it at the beginning of every episode, and I cannot get over it. Wow, that's great. Wow, man, I, one, I'm I'm really hoping out of nowhere you just see a donger in a hole at one point. <laughs> well, someone's. Uh, <laughs> what happened was that someone uh, requested a uh, penis-shaped glass, uh, you know, sculpture, and they put it in that hole, and they're like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so the, so dictionary.com def- defines glory hole as, one, an untidy storage place, especially a room or a cupboard. Two, a small furnace used to keep glass malleable so that it can be worked. But nothing about a fuck hole? Three, a hole in the know. wall which fellatio or masturbation is conducted incognito. Was that really in there? <laughs> that is in up? there. No, that is in there. Excellent. Good. Good. Fucking glory hole. You type in glory hole on Google. Your first pop-up isn't going to be a fucking kiln. It's no, going to no. be a hole where randos get their dick sucked. Uh, here's the other here's the here's another thing too the both the untidy storage space one and the hole in the wall one are informal definitions of it they're informal one the only one that is a formal definition is a small furnace used to keep glass malleable so that it can be worked i would also like to let juice nation know know that i'm not anti-glory hole i'm pro-glory hole why would why would you be why why would you be just because I, I kind of sounded like I was a little angry towards glory holes. I'm not. Glory holes are great. I mean, not that I know from personal experience. I just imagine glory holes are great. I looked it up on <laughs> Wikipedia. You Google glory holes? No, I looked it up on Wikipedia. It was a direct link. Uh, I uh-huh. did Google it to find out the definition, but I didn't Google image it. I just Googled it. And then the second one was a Wikipedia thing. And <laughs> Wikipedia has a picture of one. That is like a glory hole in a restroom stall. And it looks absolutely disgusting. Like a hole with duct tape and stuff? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's not even you duct tape. That it's, bad boy at least on Zoom? It's not even... Uh, what's that? You want to share that bad boy at least with me on Zoom? Uh, oh, so, so a glory... <laughs> the glory hole isn't even that... It's not even duct tape. It's like that brown packaging tape. Ooh. So it looks particularly awful. Do you think each individual user of a glory hole spits on the glory hole or uses lube and then people are just sharing each other's glory well, hole? You wouldn't them? need to spit on a glory hole. You know? Yeah, but you don't want to raw dog a glory hole. That would well, you're not, oh, you're not, God, that looks seedy. But you're not doing the glory hole. You're putting your business into the glory hole. And it's usually... Right, it's it's big, so it's all for all your stuff, right? And then yeah, the that's other a big person. fucking Oriole. Well, yeah, it's because the it's the person on the other side that's doing the stuff. You don't do the stuff with the hole. Yeah, but I mean, like, I get yeah. Man, who knew? I did not think we we're gonna talk about glory holes on this podcast. Yeah, but come on. Would I, you ever? Been, would you ever like? You know, you're a single guy. Uh, would you ever uh, visit a glory hole? Oh, no. Definitely not if it looked like that picture in Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> it would have to be a lot classier. I would need some fucking candles. I would need some <laughs> entrances that my dick wasn't going to get cut off as soon as I entered said glory hole. Correct. I was I listening. Like it was going to get grabbed and taken 
and you weren't going to get it back unless you paid a fee. I was listening to the, um, uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's Nikki Glazer's. She's a stand-up comic. She has a podcast. Um, and I was, I was listening one day randomly and glory holes came up and she was talking to one of the, you know, cause in podcasts, there's usually a bunch of people in the room nowadays. And she's like, Oh, you've been to a glory hole, don't you? And he's like, yeah, I, fr- I went to one of my, I went to one of my uh, favorite glory holes just the other day. So they start talking about it. This is in like New York or whatever. Yeah. Classic. Well, they must be prevalent. And um, he's like, basically what happens is you walk into the bathroom and you kind of make eye contact with one of the guys. And he was uh, he's talking about these guys, <laughs> all these guys lined up. And he's just like, gave him a wink. And then the other guy gave him a nod. And then they both went into the <laughs> stalls next to each other, went about the business and walked out. I got to tell you, man, that sounds like clean, easy, like. No conversation. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I kind of think glory holes might be the way of the future. Like, no offense. And and I obviously, I mean, like, no offense. But, God, that sounds super easy. Just a quick way to bust who's, a nut with Who's no offense? Complications. Oh. It's no offense, cousin. Distant cousin. Oh. Nice one. But, okay. I mean, I feel like, and, uh, oh, God, this is going to get me in trouble. Uh, <laughs> okay, so okay, I'm reading. I'm reading this Wikipedia article. It says, in more recent years, public glory holes have faded in popularity in many countries, though some gay websites offer directories of the remaining glory holes. So, to me, that to me that says that like if those websites are. Um, have directories of it it might have been taken over by um you know like the i don't know the homosexual uh, population maybe i don't know but don't you think it's more common to have one of those than it would be to have a heterosexual one like a bunch of women lined up and then it's a glory hole thing you'd think that would just be like a uh like what you would find in a like a las vegas cat house or something See, like, I'm wondering though if if we if if we have that thought because that's what kind of like society has led us to believe about um, like glory holes and homosexuality and and that's that's like that's the connection between between the two. But like, but yeah, I mean, I obviously like I don't know for some for some reason if I think I'm gonna stick my dick in a hole, I don't really know who I'm gonna get to touch it. Like, that's the that's the beauty of a glory hole. It's the mystery of it. Like, yeah, but. It, it's kind of like a bi person's fucking like puzzle box it, or sure. a mystery box. Like it's, I don't know. I, well, I kind of think a glory hole is kind of fun because of the mystery of it. You don't know who's going to do it. And also just the fact that the thrill of sticking your bare penis in, a, in an empty hole in a building you've never been to. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that 100%. Um, I get that 100%. But to me, uh, and I think this is just because of the growing, um, like OnlyFans and 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 online dating and, and all that kind of stuff. That this would be more prevalent for like the people who would be waiting on the other side for it probably wouldn't be women. Probably not. Like that's just the overall thing. I'm like because 
women now are more empowered, right? And they wouldn't need, like, first of all, they don't need to do that. Yeah. Just go to a bar and and pick one out. You don't have to just wait for a random one to come in. You just go get one. Hey, but maybe they're into that, though. Like, that's the Oh, that's yeah, the, that could be. Like, that could be. Like, uh, a good friend of mine um, has, like, I, I don't know if he coined the phrase, but I'm saying he coined the phrase post-nut clarity. Like, there's a, like, a, like, you're into what you're into when you're turned on and when it yeah, comes yeah. to and then you bust that nut, and then you're just like, "What did I just do?" Well, you that's a that's a Dan Harmon thing. The that's his, yeah, that's his that's his Sharpie in the butt uh, story. Yeah, okay, I have heard that. I have heard like, that. He's like, like, you just want to know what it'd feel like. <laughs> I'm a Sharpie in the butt, and it was great. And then he nutted, and he was like, "I have a now I nutted right, but I have a Sharpie in my butt." <laughs> <laughs> What podcast is this? I love it. This is great. We're tackling everything from Sharpies in the butt to glory holes, talking about football. Fuck it. <laughs> I just wanted to point out that the the name of a a, a glass blowing furnace is called a glory hole. Oh my god, that's actually that is where this started. <laughs> By the way, that blown away show um, on Netflix is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, Brian. Way to print something during the podcast. Hi, Brand. No, she's not even down here. She's upstairs and she, rem- she remote printed. Brand. Oh, she's saying she didn't print anything. Brand. Hey, Jesse. What? Have you seen the Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown trash talk stuff? I think it's stupid. I. Well, first I of all, like, I was chuckling. Sorry. Sorry. No, all the same is I was going to talk about that later because it's all part. This is all officially part of Pro Bowl week. And yeah. it's I feel like it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I like I uh, I when I when I saw it, when I first started reading about it, I was like, why is A.J. Brown giving Justin Jefferson shit? And then what A.J. Brown said, I'm like, all right, good point. Because so like the uh, so. Um, Justin Jefferson said AJ didn't have nearly as many yards as I had my first year, so I don't want to hear none of that. And then AJ Brown said, I'm a fan, no lie. You doing 1,400 yards is great, but you getting 10, like 10 targets a game, give me 10 targets a game. It's fucking true, though. Like, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson did was great, but he also got a shitload of targets to get those numbers. Yeah, but the, 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 the other part about that is, um, they they went on to argue that like oh I didn't get my I didn't get thrown to because I have Derrick Henry and and they're a passing team the Vikings are and I'm like no they're not we yeah. have Dalvin Cook and we are also a running team yeah but it's like maybe if you were open more you would get those throws how about that I uh I, I think Justin Jefferson I think it's too early to say if Justin Jefferson is going to be a better wide receiver than AJ Brown. I, I want to see. Well, what he yeah, does. I, I. But it, we just found out now that AJ Brown is a good wide receiver. Like that's true. And like what last year was his first season, right? AJ Brown, I think might have been. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Yeah, AJ Brown was pretty good last. He was injured often on last season, I thought. Last year, no. He was injured. He only played 14 games this season and played 16 last season. 
Well, he's right. pretty consistent. Last year he had 84 or 52 receptions and 1,051 yards, and this season he had 1,075. By the way, I just want to go back uh, to, what we're, to to glory holes for a second. And uh, who's that? That's Emily. Emily, we were talking about glory holes. Yeah, we talked about glory holes for like 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I just want to say that if you are into glory holes, um, whether you be uh, heterosexual or homosexual or everything in between, uh, you know, uh, you do you. And more power to you. Yeah, man. Nothing against glory holes. If that's a, I mean, like, anonymous nutting? Come on, man. That's a dream. You should just... <laughs> that's what you should look... That's what you should Google. Anonymous nutting. Anonymous nutting? There's another band name. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah. Anonymous nutting. Speaking of anonymous <laughs> nutting... Hey, Emily, how about you take that coat off? Hey, yo. Oh. Wait a second. <laughs> I, I just I was looking at something else and I was I just now put the, those two things together <laughs> I said AO by reflex but uh... <laughs> oh man fantastic fantastic oh great how many targets did he have by the way who Jefferson I was I was just like invested in the in the trash talk story. I didn't look at the actual like shit. Uh, I'm 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 uh, curious because yeah. So uh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, hey, well, Jesse's burping a shitload. Seahawks <laughs> uh, hired the. Uh, what, the court, the uh, quarterback coach or something from the the Rams, Shane Waldron. Mm-hmm. Which I'm always weirded out when uh, division rivals hire coaches from other division rivals. It's weird. Rob Call- uh, um, Callahan did it when he left. Uh, I don't think it was Robert. McCall- uh, um, fuck, I'm I'm blanking on the name. Tom Callahan. I don't know Callahan. Uh, did it when he left the Cowboys for the the, the former uh, Washington Redskins. For what? Where are you going, Emily? Oh, an offensive line coach. I that Callahan, by the way, is an excellent offensive line coach. Oh yeah, he's one of the best of all time. That imagine, look what he he left Cowboys and they suck now. Um, and he went to the Redskins and the Redskins have a pretty solid uh, offensive line, except for they let Trent Williams go because. Uh, just because the Washington football team organization is a bunch of uh, dipshits and don't care about their players, but they still had a pretty decent offensive line without them. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. They sure did. First of all, they got the Iowa offensive lineman who Brandon. Yeah, is that his name? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. He was money, and I, he's a free yeah. agent, and I want the Vikings to get him now. Is he really a free agent? Yes. I want the Cowboys to get him right no. now. Yes. No. Jesse, fuck your Vikings. They've no. had long enough. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, well, you had glory days, and you squandered them. Glory days. Oh, my God, my back. You have. You had the best offensive line, and you pissed it away. Now it's our time for our away. turn to have a good offensive line. 
I want another good offensive line. Now, Scotty Miller says he could beat Tyreek Hill in a foot race. And he said, I'd take me every day of the week when asked who would win. And Tyreek tweeted, hell of a good player. Good for him. And then Mahomes called it an interesting take. <laughs> I like how, I really like how, honestly, like, professional sportsmen like the like Mahomes and Tyreek are being. And Scotty Miller's just going full, like, I'm faster than that motherfucker. Hey, maybe he is. I, I would not put my money on Scotty Miller. Why, because he's white? No, because I've seen Ty, like Tyreek Hill can outrun everybody on a football field. I have not really seen that from Scotty Miller. Oh, yeah. Well, you haven't seen, you know what, though? Hey, in but you haven't even seen Scotty Miller run against Tyreek, though. It's different. Also, anybody who's just like, I'm better than this guy, automatically makes me think that they're not better than this guy. Mike said they should settle this after school in the playground. Honestly, I'm kind of hoping they do a pre-Super Bowl race or a post-Super Bowl race. Yep. Yep. I agree. Stop it, CBS Sports. You... Man, we don't he ran really a 4.39. Have... He ran a 4.39, and Tyreek Hill has never run over a, under a 4.9. Interesting. Is that true? I don't think that's true. <laughs> uh, the way you're looking makes me think that's not true. Uh, he, uh... Wait. 40-yard dash. Doesn't have it. Cool. Oh, 429. That's oh, that's fast. cool. They have it in, they have it in, it's 19.07 miles per hour. <laughs> That's awesome. But he didn't even lift, bro. Nah. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Yeah. That came out of nowhere today when I saw that. I was just like, why the fuck is Scotty Miller running his mouth? You know, like, Tyreek Hill is proven. Scotty Miller, to me, isn't really proven. Scotty Miller? Isn't he a rookie? I don't know. I thought he was on the team last year. All I know is that uh, Tom Brady loves his white wide receivers. He does love his little white wide receivers. I love it. I and I love it every time. Every single time there's a good white wide receiver. And uh, it was on display. It was on full display uh, uh, this, this past game. Because it was Tony Rome who's like, Scotty Miller, you know, he's he's a great player like Julian Edelman, uh, Wes Welker. <laughs> Tom Brady loves his white dudes. Insert insert white wide receiver name. Yep, yep. Every time, every time there's a good white wide receiver, they just compare them to other white wide receivers. Oh. Cole Beasley, you know, he's great. He's like a Scotty Miller or like a Wes Welker or like a Julian Edelman. <laughs> he was broken. He was playing with a broken fibula, apparently. Yeah, for like more than just that last game. Yeah, that's insane. Who's the white guy that they draft that um, the Cowboys drafted to replace their white guy? They replaced Cole Beasley with an uh, with 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 uh, another white guy. Who is it? 
No, they. I remember they drafted Ryan Switzer. Yeah. Yes. But but Switzer got traded to the Steelers. Oh, before Beasley left. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they they drafted a uh, a white guy to replace their white guy, and then that white guy couldn't hack. But uh, <laughs> wasn't didn't live up to the expectations of a guy. white wide receiver, so they had to cut him. So, uh, yeah. I also poured a glass of this in your glass, so quiet woman. He joined the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in May of 2019. Oh, so was he an undrafted free agent, or was he just a free agent? Uh, he was drafted in the sixth round. By who? The Buccaneers. Oh. Oh, that would make sense, May. Never mind. Jesus he, and he uh, he went to Bowling Green. Oh. So there you go. Actually, uh, last well last year he only had thirteen receptions, but he had two hundred yards and a TD. So a little bit better this year. But uh, I wonder if Tom Brady leaves after this game, or after the Super Bowl, does Scotty Miller just kind of like fade into the distance? Dude, who do they have? Who do they have quarterback in that team next year? If Brady leaves, I, I, I fully expect Brady back next season. I don't know. I what mean, he you... probably he probably will be. Mike, do you think Brady's gonna be back next season? Mike, how many year? How many years did he? What was his contract? I don't know. I'm gonna look that up. Talk amongst yourselves, gang. Oh man, uh, yeah. Uh, dogs is what uh, Michael says. Um, I, okay, so he signed a two-year, fifty million contract with virtually fully guaranteed at signing with a nine million dollar contract uh, with nine with nine million dollars in incentives. So he's got at least he's got one year left on his contract. So how maybe how much money? Uh, fifty million. Fifty five zero. How how are they affording this? On top of Evans, Godwin, Fournette, Rojo. Well, um, just think about JT, yeah, uh, uh, Shaquille Barrett. Yeah. Uh, think of just think about all the, the the fringe players that should cost a lot of money too, like um, uh, God, Cameron Brait. For a quarterback Cameron, of, of Brady's level, twenty five million a season is not that much. Brait, uh, Gronkowski. Yep. Oh, which, by the way, kudos to Gronkowski. Did you see that catch and run that he had? Like, he looked fucking quick. He looked, he looked like young Gronkowski. I think Gronkowski, uh, um, the year off, did him well um, to heal up and stuff. Uh, and uh, he still got, he still got plenty of football in him. Yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm full on rooting for the Bucks, man. I really want to see a Bucks championship. Chiefs won it last year. Let's have a Bucks championship. I don't know. I almost feel I I I want I kind of want the Chiefs to win because I have friends that no are Bucks way. fans and they are um and you know I want them to win for them. I also I just like Tom Brady. I almost feel like I like him as like a person. I uh, I don't know if I go that far. Um, I, I I I don't know. I just think I do. Like there was a moment where he, like I said, I was talking about this earlier. 
where his son came down after the game and he just went to talk to him. It was a video that was on Twitter and stuff. And it was just like, it was just like a moment that was caught that wasn't necessarily like a, wasn't like a staged moment. wasn't set up. He just saw his son in the crowd after the game and wanted to talk to him and just like, you know, it was just like a nice moment between a, a, a father and son. I don't know. I liked it. And he just seems like a nice person. I don't know. It, it just seems too good to be true. He yeah, was on that. I, he was on that show with uh, what's his face. Uh, living with myself. Yeah, where he it was funny. Oh man, it was so funny. Yeah. And he didn't do anything, right? He just like said, "Oh, I've been here six times," you know, and just like, uh, you know, it was just funny. I don't know. Like he did that and. I don't know, man. I don't know what to think. I think I like. I want Brady to win one. I like. I want him to win this, and then I want him to be like, "That's it," and then retire. Because, but honestly, like, I don't want him to retire because I think he's got one more season in him, which is insane at someone who's playing at his level, who has played for as long as he has, and as is as old as he is, like. Man, it's insane. I kind of love Tom Brady, and I don't know what it's going to be like to not have Tom Brady in the NFL. That's what I felt like when Manning left. I didn't know what it was going to be like after Manning. And think about think about the hits. No Phillip Rivers, no Drew Brees. Then there'd be no Tom Brady. It's already going to be weird enough without Drew Brees. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, I feel like Phillip Rivers... Um, honestly, I feel like Phil Rivers is like two years overdue for retiring. Uh, like, I, I just kind of feel like. I, well, I feel like I, Drew. I feel like Drew right. Brees was like a couple of years too. Uh, yeah, like that. Like, and, and really Brady, same way. But Brady's still playing at the level where he's playing better than fifteen other quarterbacks in the league or twenty other quarterbacks in the league. And, <laughs> Technically, uh, you could say thirty-one. <laughs> he, he's the only one still. He's the only one of two still left standing. Yeah, I don't know. Like, man, I, that team's scrappy. Uh, their defense, though, they're. I don't think they're gonna hold up against that Chiefs offense. I think their <laughs> offense. I think the Bucks offense is gonna have to be fucking just lights out. The 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 good thing the, the cool thing I I the reason why I like the Chiefs right and it's not just like, um, the Chiefs. Uh, I don't know. It's just they find creative ways to make plays. They have people on their team that are not necessarily like positional players. They're just good all around athletes. And they just find ways to get the ball in their hands. Like, uh, Travis Kelsey's a tight end, but he was, what, second in the league in yardage uh, for any wide receiver slash tight end? He was, like, like for yards? Because they just they use him like a wide receiver. He's a tight end, but he can also be a tight end. You, can, you have Tyreek Hill, who can be, like, run out of the backfield. You, but you could also just slant him and have him go. Just get the ball in his hands and let him do his thing. Nicole Hardman's the same way. They have just like, and then you have these plays that they have where uh, where he'll hike the ball, take two steps to the right, and then freaking Kelsey comes into the right from being a blocker on the line, and he just shovels the ball at him. He just like does one of these, and he just grabs it and falls in the end zone. I mean, they just have so many ways to score. 
Yeah, which, which like kind of then brings us to the argument of why hasn't Eric Bieniemy been offered a head coach position? Every head coach position has been filled now. Um, the uh, the Ravens, sorry, the Texans just hired uh, Ravens uh, assistant coach um, David Cully, and so like once again, that pretty much seals the. Eric sleeping with the enemy is being passed up, and I do not understand why. Apparently, he interviewed with the Eagles, and his interview was bad. So maybe he just does not interview well. Uh, he needs to come home. Where's home? The Vikings. Do you want him to replace Zimmer? I want him to be our offensive coordinator. To, oh, hey, Kubiak to, retired. To replace uh, Zimmer once Zimmer retires. Did you see Kubiak retired? I did see that. Um, yeah, uh, so Eric Bieniemy was the running backs coach went with Adrian Peterson. Uh, so then he moved on from the Vikings to greener pastures. But he's like, there's all of these like videos of how Adrian Peterson and him used to just like freaking jaw at each other like crazy on the sidelines. But the reason they were doing it because they were like, they weren't mad at each other. They just had that kind of relationship where they were just like, you know, getting after each other. And the enemy was just always yelling at Peterson to like pump him up and like, you know, get him going. It's, it's, it's pretty fascinating. I miss him. I miss him. <laughs> Instead in that era, we had like Brad Childress and like fucking Leslie Frazier and who, by the way, Leslie Frazier is doing wonders uh, in, Buffalo. Oh man, that's true. Don't worry. He just got hired with someone else. I thought. Leslie. Yeah, I thought so. Maybe not. No. Maybe he was on the short list of for uh, for Texans. Texans. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Oh God. He's a de- he's a defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. You know, right, dog? You gonna make it? No, my back hurts. I need to get up and move around, but uh, I'm not gonna yet. Well, why don't we just talk about the Pro Bowl and get the fuck out of here? Yeah! Okay, so the Pro Bowl I thought might have been a fun thing, but I think it's gonna suck balls. Yeah, I'm not even gonna pay attention to it. I am not either, I've decided. So here's what's going on. Uh... All this week, starting yesterday, which was Tuesday the 26th, there was this online social media thing called Versas. It was uh, hashtag NFL Pro Bowl Versas. It's basically two Pro Bowl players uh, talking shit to each other while they play highlights of their uh, of stuff that happened in the season. Um, Nick, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, the there was a AJ Brown Justin Jefferson one which was kind of interesting but was also really stupid because I watched a little bit of it and I was like this is kind of stupid. <laughs> um, so now uh, apparently starting on the thirty first, which is what Saturday, um, at about two, yes. is that Saturday or Sunday? 
so today's the 27th, 28th, it's Sunday. 30th, and 31st is Sunday. Sunday, yeah. So starting at 2 p.m. Central Time, uh, there will be a roundtable discussion with NFL legends, the best highlights from the versus matchups, and top highlights from the season. At 4 p.m., and this is on ESPN and ABC, at 4 p.m., there is the actual Pro Bowl, quote-unquote, which is apparently eight players all playing Madden against each other. Man, I have no interest in that shit. Like, I don't know. It might be fun to get their trash talk and stuff. But they're all gonna be no. They're gonna they're gonna know they're being watched by a bunch of people, so they're gonna keep their language like PC. Yeah, yeah I mean, so okay, so it, it, it goes. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't be care bad. about it. PC should yes, but and I, then we'll I'm just have to. Kidding. Then we'll just have to uh, be like, well, that's fucking mad, and that it's fucked up. Yeah, I would I would love this if this shined light shined a light on how fucked up Madden is. Yeah, that would be great, but there's no way that's the case. Yeah, they'll 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 mask it as much as they can. Chunky Million Meals Challenge, where NFL Pro Bowlers, including Justin Simmons, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Madden Championship Series pros, including Rydell Joke Brito and Seamus Young Kiv Kivlin, will serve as team captains. Will coach the eight finalists' competitors. Catch so, all the action on Monday, beginning so at three p.m. I, Jesse, what's the difference? Why aren't they just playing a game? Like, they're doing the Super Bowl. They did all the playoffs. They did the regular season. Why not just test everyone and play the fucking game? Because 32 NFL flag participants representing each NFL team compete in a Madden tournament with Pro Bowl players. Tune in 7 p.m. Wednesday, January 7th on EA Madden NFL and Battle FY Twitch channels. It's so dumb. Yeah, but you got to think about it like this. The biggest Madden Championship Series event of the year, the Madden NFL 21 Club Championship, presented by Snickers, is here. 32 NFL teams, 32 finalists, and $750,000 prize pool won champion. Tune in to watch all the action on the digital gridiron in a Pizza Hut stadium on Thursday, January 28th, and Friday 29th. That's so stupid. It really is dumb. But, Nick, what about the... Why don't you just get excited for a special presentation of Pro Bowl the Madden NFL 21 edition presented by Verizon. It's a Pro Bowl game like none other. Uh, some of the league's best players grab their consoles and suit up for an AFC versus NFC Madden competition. We know these guys have football skills, but can they bring it on the virtual playing field? Be sure to tune in and find out. It's, it <laughs> seems dumb. It seems dumb and pointless and a, and a waste of skills. I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand what's happening. Are they playing one game? Is it going to be this set of NFL players playing AFC players and this play are there going to be multiple tournaments? I don't understand what's happening. This this website explains nothing. <laughs> only thing they the only thing that I know is that things are sponsored by Pizza Hut and Verizon and Maybe that's the plan, though. Maybe, like, they don't really know, and they're just, like, trying to figure out what they're going to do based on fan reaction on the little things that they release. Um, the, the, the Pro Bowl, I'm reading all this stuff off the NFL.com, like, Pro Bowl site. 
this tells me absolutely nothing. I've heard no details. I have no idea what's going on on Pro Bowl weekend. Like, I, I just don't. I know there's, like, a restore the green Cali- uh, thing going on for California's devastated forests, like, so you can donate to help for the wildfires that happen or whatever. Um, I Just post, okay, just post a photo of yourself showing your NFL team or NFL Pro Bowl player swag and make sure to add the hashtag Hashtag restore the green. Oh, we missed it, Nick. Restore the green. Hashtag restore the green. We didn't do it. I should have added that in the uh, in the podcast. I chat. know. That's what I'm saying. Some of the posts will be reshared on the NFL social handles. Could you imagine if NFL social handles uh, retweeted our tweet and then people actually followed the link and started listening to a podcast about <laughs> glory holes? Yeah. Uh, Mike just said what happens when their kick meter disappears. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man. I hope that happens. Oh, good gosh. (laughs) What happens when uh, they go for a kick and uh, kickoff and then their player flops? I saw that fucking video. No one will do that. LeBron doesn't even do that, Jesse. Mike, would you like to share a link of LeBron flopping from YouTube? Thank you. You can find links of multiple players flopping. 25 minutes. I think it's like 25 minutes of LeBron flopping. (laughs) Has he been playing for like 18 years, which makes sense? Shut up, Jesse. (laughs) I'm just saying that like some of his are just god-awful. Especially from someone who's supposed to be so good, you know? You shouldn't have... If you're that good, you shouldn't have to flop like he does. It's he is. I don't think anybody... Can, I don't think you can deny how good LeBron James is. Well, then why is he flopping, Nick? <laughs> why is he flopping around like a fucking flop? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's... let's... Spell that, Oh, great. Bella left. Oh my god. It was I'm telling you, it was that glory hole stuff. Bella's like, I'm out of here. This is ridiculous. She's like, I came here for football and this is what I get. Yeah, she uh she checked out. Alright, let's call it. I don't want you to die. I'm fine. You're gonna die, Nick. I'm not gonna I mean we're all gonna die someday. You're gonna die like now. <laughs> I don't think so. All right, I'm calling it. I'm playing the outro. Hello? Hello? Hey, everyone, you can listen to this on anchor.fm or anywhere podcasts are available. Uh, Hey, check us out on Twitch and Facebook. uh, Pro Football Juice. Hashtag Juice Juice Nation. Yeah, dogs. You can watch us live every time we do this on the twitch.tv or you can watch all the older episodes on YouTube. Yes, uh, I would like to send a special thank you to Arcadian Brewing. And a, a very special thanks to Smoking Room Films. An extremely special thanks to the Smoke Brand. <laughs> uh, and um, I would like to personally reach out to, to to Emily and offer my condolences. 
Oh, a special thanks to, to Brittany for joining Brittany's me. in the house. Hashtag Brit Brit. Hashtag Brit Bit with scissors. <laughs> Brit Bit? Brit Bit with scissors. <laughs> Uh, thanks to everybody who, who joined us on Twitch. I really like the uh, I like getting uh, people talking to us on Twitch. Indeed, I enjoy it as well. That's one of the highlights of the th whole show. Yes. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>